Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kirk Crosby live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This is the broadcast for August 21st in the year of our Lord, 2020. This is our one of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. The checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers. That's one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips, and we stand for restoration. We reject revolution. Welcome to the broadcast. A quick recap of yesterday's show. We had our guest on, Mr. Brian Rust, RustCoinAgift.com. We talked about the Honest Money Report. Gold was at $19.3170. Silver, $27.07. We talked about the gold rally could forge ahead to $4,000, but people say there's two things kind of standing in the way that could turn its fortunes. The COVID, don't you know? The COVID can change everything, you know? Um, also, I guess, uh, what else could change the fortunes there, Kurt? It could be the COVID that could change everything. Don't you know? Uh, what else? They don't mention well, they the, say fiat the election. Dollar. And... Oh, the election. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The election, and the COVID, the only two things that seem to matter in society today. Trump cites greatest economy saving millions of lives. Of course, Michelle Obama. Has a complaint. The White House lacks empathy, don't you know? Donald's saving lives, and the White House lacks empathy. Never mind that Michelle's on the murder plan called abortion. Other than that, hey, who's pro-life? Who's Who's got empathy there? Or sympathy or whatever? You know, wow. Walmart and Target reportedly record sales in the second quarter, benefiting from the convenience of one-stop shopping in their e-commerce operations, they say. Apple hits $2 trillion, the first company ever to do so. We broke that down and explained without fake money that wouldn't even be possible. Believe it or not, in summation, there's about 2.5 billion ounces of gold. That's bullion above ground in the world today, they say. Kurt Crosby launches a fantastic idea. Ryan, I'm sorry, Brian runs with it. Liberty Roundtable Live recommends to the President of the United States before the election, create an October supply, uh, surprise. Yeah, create an October surprise. What do you do? Why don't you end the Fed and abolish the IRS? End the Fed and abolish the IRS. That ought to be an October surprise. It'll knock their socks off. Huh, President Trump? Hour two, Liberty Roundtable Live. Trump blocks COVID-19 funds to Planned Parenthood. The abortion giant doesn't qualify because they have over 16,000 employees. We also talked about study finds that race is a key. In infant mortality, USA Today, they claim, they say black newborns are more likely to, sur- to survive if they're, well, if they're in childbirth with a black doctor. You know, blacks helping blacks is always good. In the U.S., black babies die three times the rate of white babies, and especially when they're in the hands of white doctors, says the racist article. And my question is, are we going to dig in and find out if it's really racist or if there's other reasons for the anomalies? Or are we just going to scratch the surface and surface and barbecue all doctors that are white as racist just off the cuff see i find that an irresponsible article to say the least all right they say this is according to a peer-reviewed study right 
um, and they call it in the National Academy of Sciences. I believe the honest question, though, is why? Why is that happening? What's going on? Is there more to it than meets the eye? It'll be interesting to really dig in. I don't believe that the white doctors are just all racist. They say when black doctors take care of white people, it's no problem, though. Summation, just get rid of all white doctors and just have black doctors only. They're the only ones that are kind and care and nurturing, and the other ones are just violating their oaths of office to first do no harm left and right because they're all racist. You see the inference of the study, folks? It's, it, it might be a fact. But the question is, you got to find out why. You can't just stop there, can you? But that's what they're doing in the mainstream press is the white people across the world are absolutely on the ropes in every discussion. The enemy of the world, the white people. Trump proposes health care sharing ministries and direct primary care expansion. Great work by the president on this. We talked about that in detail. Salt Lake County's mask mandates extended through the end of 2020. When will it end? Probably never. The only way the mask mandate will end is when they force vaccinate everyone. That's a recap of yesterday's show. Still available at LovingLiberty.net. Spread the word. Without further ado, news that I was refused to use starts now. Kurt Crosby is with me. Welcome, sir. Buenos dias. Uh, greetings and salutations. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Thank you, Sam. The mainstream press articulates this, Kurt. Your response, 57.3 million workers have now filed for unemployment over the past 22 weeks, or 57.3 million in 22 weeks. The worst it's ever been, they say, Kurt. Well, um, as far as I can tell, when you shut um, everybody down from you know, tell you, tell them they're not essential and you got to stay home from work. Um, you know, this shouldn't be a surprise um, as far as I can tell. What do you think? Uh, again, I agree. I mean, what do you expect when you shut everybody down? It's like, hey, we shut everybody down and then now everybody's saying they can't work. They need unemployment. But again, it's government causing problems and government causing problems. Why do we have unemployment in the first place, Kurt? That's another question that I would ask. Whoever put the government in charge of making sure you get a paycheck? Well, and imagine if that weren't available, Sam. Do you think... Uh, Everybody would if, die, Kurt. If, <laughs> well, what happened before it was Oh, available? wait a minute. You can't uh, ask that. Everybody died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I well, think then how are we all here would be the ultimate the, question, right, Kurt? Good point, yeah. Uh, anytime you get the government messing around with, uh, you know, basically the free market, then you get, well, uh, at least I think you get prices go up. Because the government's going to pay for it, you know, and then, uh, hey, people need more money because prices are up, you know. Anyway, it's just a... Well, let me tell you what happened before, just so people know, Kurt. Most people were self-employed. Most people worked on a farm or owned a store or some kind of a business. Most people were self-employed and close to the earth back then. And yes, did they fall on hard times? Absolutely. Did they have poverty uh, greater than we know today? In many cases, the answer is yes. But what they also had was their dignity. And most importantly, when times got rough, they turned to this thing that we don't do today. They turned to God. And they prayed hard and they worked hard. And somewhere in between, Kurt, it worked out. And neighbors and churches and, and, and loved ones helped one another out when they were on hard times. And so they turned to God, family, and you know, country, meaning local community in that case. Uh, they don't do that now. 
Because, see, you know, you don't live on a farm. You're not self-employed. Uh, and you don't turn to God. You turn to the government kind of a thing. And so things are all different. But what happened before, Kurt? Um, they turned to God. They turned to one another. Um, they were self-employed. They lived close to the earth, so they weren't so dependent on a big, massive paycheck like you are today. Um, they might not have had a whole lot of cash, but they had, you know, food and they had shelter and they had a lot of the basics that they need. Nowadays, it takes just pure cash or pure, you know, economic distribution of funds and to make uh, anything happen, your food, your shelter, any of these things. They didn't have a lot of that. A lot of that was tied to the earth. A lot of that was tied to their community, to their town, to their loved ones, to barter, to to working together, to, um, uh, you know, being self-employed and having property. And, 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 and they might not have had a lot, but they had their dignity and they had each other. We don't have a lot of that anymore. And, and I bring this up because, as you wisely point out, Kurt, what did we do before? That is the ultimate question. Now, I know we're not supposed to talk about it because then people might believe that there's a way to do it differently. But the truth is there is a way to do it differently. And the truth is there is and there are options. Uh, and I submit to you that we should never be in a position where 57 million, 57.3 million or 57.3 million workers um, asking the government saying, I need you to give me cash. I don't know what percent of the workforce that is, Kurt, but I'm guessing it's about a third. I'm guessing half of Americans about 150 million work. And if it's 57 million, you know, it's about a third of the work for 33% of the working population literally asking for government handout help. Now, on one hand, you could say, well, they deserve it. They paid in. They've been paying unemployment taxes for decades. You're right. That is. But that's the problem. Government said we got to save you from the crisis. Now government's got a crisis. They got to save from the crisis they created. Right. I mean, it just goes on and on and on and on. Doesn't end. Uh, and I bring this up because I think it's critical to understand, you know, that's a staggering number. But what's the real cause? Is it that they shut down the economy? Is it that they were collecting unemployment in the first place? Is it that they, they've tampered in the free market? Is it an honest money discussion? And I would submit it's all the above, Kurt. All right. Well, well I couldn't agree more, Sam. All right. You here's know, the next headline uh, of interest for uh, you. Yeah. Steve yeah. Bannon was one of four people charged by federal prosecutors now with fraud yeah. in connection with the border wall fundraising effort mm-hmm. that raised more than $25 million. The charges unsealed in Manhattan uh, yeah. were for, uh, I guess they occurred, Bannon, Mr. Uh, Brian Kofich, Andrew, what is it, Banalato? And Timothy Shea, those four guys, mm-hmm. were defrauding hundreds of thousands of donors in the We Build the Wall crowdfunding fundraising campaign, and all four got arrested. Of course, Bannon was in a holding cell due to the COVID, and he pled not guilty through his attorneys. Let's come back and talk about this one, because we were praising those guys trying to build the wall before. Let's talk about a few things they're related to, shall we? Sam and Curtin seconds. This is Liberty Roundtable Live. Do we reflect about our future and where we as a culture are moving? Do we keep our trust in our jobs, homes, money, life necessities, investments, stock markets? 
Do we believe that our 401ks or other retirements will always be there and that the current economic order will recover? Is the economy going to recover and life return to normal? It ain't gonna happen by a friend of Medjugorje. Whether you are poor, middle class or rich, it ain't gonna happen. A book of astounding revelations about the present economic order and where we are heading. It ain't gonna happen by a friend of Medjugorje. To order, visit medj.com, spelled N-E-J.com, or call Caritas in the U.S. 205-672-2000. 205-672-2000. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's gonna do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right, Kurt, before I start with a lot of my commentary on this. So Steve Bannon got arrested. Four people got arrested. The uh, charges were unveiled in Manhattan there. And Steve was... Uh, Do you know who he got arrested by, Sam? No. Uh, I thought this was an interesting part to the picture. They say it was... Uh, Federal agents from the Postal Inspection Oh, yeah, I knew that. Sure. I don't know who, though. You asked who. So the organization that arrested them was the post office, which is very, very interesting. We'll get to that in just a second. But who was it? Who arrested him? Well, I don't know the guy's names. I mean, I just know that it wasn't the FBI or CIA or... Yeah, it was the post office. (laughs) Yeah. And it's very... You're right about this. This is very weird. And this is why I want to talk about this. My opening salvo point on this, Kurt, is this. This reminds me of the Roger Stone case, Kurt, where we're going to just bust in with all kinds of weird fanfare. The media is just going to strangely be there to just echo chamber that sucker everywhere. And it's just going to be this gnarly, oh, man, Steve Bannon's an evil thug, a criminal. Look at him and his buddies. And remember, they were the top guys for the... For the Donald, and they're just going to go on and on and on with this, in my opinion, dishonest story. Let's remember a few things. Number one, Steve Bannon Bannon is innocent until proven. Let me say that word again, proven. Let me reiterate a third time, proven guilty. We have no such thing so far. Secondly, him, through his attorneys, pled not guilty. All right, now, I don't know what's going on here. Let's rewind. Liberty Roundtable Live praised Steve Bannon and others for trying to help the president build the wall, Kurt. 
And we did um, delight in private sector people getting together with their own free agency to choose as they will to support those efforts. Uh, Brian Coford was the guy that was uh, an old war, war veteran. Uh, and Steve Bannon and him got together and many others, and they, they put together this thing. And at the time, we praised it, Kurt. And I only rewind that because I don't mind tying ourselves to the truth. But look, I don't care whether he's guilty or not. And let me explain what I mean by that. The idea back in the day to praise such private sector, such uh, you know patriotic philanthropal efforts is a good thing. Now, if they went off the rails and did something wrong with it, that's another discussion separate and distinct from the good efforts that were intended and our praise of those good efforts. Does that make sense, Kurt? Of course. And, and I want to be very clear about that because I'm not going to back away from, I don't want somebody to go, remember, you guys were praising that. Yes, we were. And I submit to you, rightly so. And we're not going to back away from that. Rightly so. Now, I don't know what's going on here with this, this situation. Um, I suspect, though, I suspect that uh, somehow Steve Bannon and his buddies have been, um, what would the term be, Kurt? Ammon Bundied? Yep. Good point. Where at the end of the day we find out not guilty at all, but just harassed by the government forever. Uh, maybe Flynn. Well, uh, one of the things Flynn to Kurt? throw in here, uh, say, say that part Flynn? Again. You could say Ammon yeah, Bundy. You could also say Flynn. You could say Roger Stone. See, where where are these charges coming from, Sam? I don't um, know. That's the so point. You look, the well, post you've office. got the U.S. Attorney yeah. for the Southern District of New York, which is who now, which is basically the same ones who, um, you know, go after the president for all the uh, any of the tax so stuff. So listen, or this any is the same stuff. group and guys. That now are saying, President Trump, you must release your tax records. And President Trump just lost a big one in court now, saying that he can't block that from this, quote, you know, um, district attorney or whatever that relates to New York City. This, in my opinion, is, is a serious, serious problem. You've got New York City going after everybody in the country, Kurt, as if they have just unlimited yep. jurisdiction. It is insanity. Right. In bed with the post office, the same group that President Trump is saying they're spending us into oblivion. We got to rein them in. Then they say, "No, you can't do that. That would be vote fraud." I mean, this is all tied together in a big old cabal, in my opinion, to get the president, folks. And and you mentioned this, but in this article from the Hill, it says the indictment was announced shortly, and we're talking about the indictment of uh, Steve Bannon, shortly before a federal judge in New York threw out Trump's renewed legal challenge to a grand jury subpoena for eight years of his tax returns and other financial records. So you're exactly right on that point, Sam. So well. I just look at this thing, and I'm telling you right now, <clears throat> Kurt, it smells bad, buddy. I'm telling you, this thing's rotten to the core. This is politically motivated. This is absolutely, and poor the president of the United States is just like, oh, man, I'm so sorry about this. I feel bad for Steve. And, but, you know, uh, some of the other things you want to look at, at least, uh, I know I was listening to Rush Limbaugh yesterday and his comments about this I thought were really some pretty good uh, right-on stuff. You know, he said, well, what about the charges for Hillary and Bill uh, and their use of the uh, Clinton Foundation, um, you know, and, and uh, I mean, because they're saying there was some... Uh, problems here with uh, that money that was raised and how it was spent. And he, 
he brings up, you know, he said, hey, man, they, they were putting money into uh, Chelsea's uh, wedding thing. Uh, they were, you know, spending money like, you know, Hillary was. And he's right about this. $50,000. Yeah. And, and this is why and I say yet, this is you know, politically motivated. Let me give you the headline one more right. time to highlight this point that Rush and you and others are making, Kurt, because you're spot on. It says Steve Bannon, one of four people charged by federal prosecutors with fraud. That's really the headline. But let me tell you what they add to the rest of the headline. It says this. In connection with the border wall fundraising effort that raised more than $25 million. So see, the rest of that headline is only designed to wordsmith amplify what's going on. So, I mean, they committed fraud. That's bad enough, Kurt. But don't you know, it goes back to that wall thing. It goes back to that Trump thing. It goes back to the massive battles we've had over that that we're reincarnating, if you will. You know, we believe in reincarnation, the wall discussion, remember? Back in the day when it was the throwdown and government got shut down over it and everything else and Donald kind of lost and they bought the president over the wall. Okay, this goes back to that. And don't you know, $25 million. Big, 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 big money, Kurt. They want you to believe, right? But the Clintons, have, uh, the dollars that the Clintons deal with Put that $25 million in shame. $25 million is nothing. Furthermore, the dots connecting the fraud is a gazillion times more in the Clintons' case. But, of course, it's just swept under the rug. No problem. Let Bill the pedophile speak at the convention even, see? And we're not going to really talk about that. What we're going to do is talk about Steve Bannon and how evil he is and how tied to Trump he is. And Okay, this is the lie. Now, if they just said, hey, Steve Bannon... Charged by federal prosecutors for a potential fraud. Uh, okay, let's talk about that. That's fine. But everything they've got amplifies this reality. Every headline just takes this to the stratosphere by their wordsmithing. The charges accuse Bannon, Brian Kofich, Andrew Banalato, and Timothy Shea with defrauding hundreds of thousands of donors. In the We Build the Wall crowdfunding GoFundMe campaign, all four were arrested. So they want to make this as big as they can. They want to tie it to crowdfunding. And in crowdfunding, anytime you get money from the average Joe, it's filled with corruption. Now, if you get money from the inside government wonks and inside swamp monsters, it's above board and legitimate. But you get money from them crowdfunding people, and it's evil. See, every bit of this is designed... Uh, to just throw manure everywhere, Kurt. Well, and it's a perfect example of, you know, Rush brought up the idea that how many of these congressmen, they go in and they're like dirt poor, and then somehow when they, you know, go out, they're just like gazillionaires. And uh, he said, hey, they they do this uh, way of contributing to their own campaigns, or they hand out money, but they just, you know, the slush fund is just incredible. And he says uh, they, they've made it where it's, quote, legal, but, you know, uh, and yet, you know, you're going to go after the guys that are doing a GoFundMe account? Yeah, anyway, I look at this, and they say thousands of donors, Kurt, millions of dollars. Um, we build the wall. Remember, the wall's at the center of this. Remember, it's a crowdfunding campaign. Okay, it, everything is designed to just amplify, uh, in my opinion, these points. And that's what makes me believe that this is politically motivated. They're not reporting it. 
um, they're not just reporting it, Kurt, like they would another issue. What if it was the Clintons that were involved in this? you think they'd be amplifying it like this, or do you think there'd be accusations are made against Bill Clinton? Glad we have the courts to have a hard time finding any story about it. Yeah, or to to whitewash it. It'd be like, allegations have been made. Yeah. But right now they're like, they're all arrested. Let's show Steve Bannon in a holding cell on video. And let's, again, I'm telling you right now, this is, President Trump needs to start to stand up or he's going to get steamrolled, buddy. I'm telling you right now. Exposing corruption, informing citizens, pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. This is not a partisan moment. This must be an American moment. Former Vice President Joe Biden formally accepting his party's nomination at last night's final night of the party convention. It's a moment that calls for hope and light and love, hope for our future, light to see our way forward, and love for one another. Nearly 780 square miles burned in Northern California, several complex fires forcing tens of thousands of residents to evacuate. This man in Hillsburg says people should know enough to get out of that area. If you are not paying attention and you're being stubborn and you've gotten an evacuation, order to get out get out now at least four people have been killed by hundreds of wildfires currently raging in california and this is usa radio news it's totally normal to be constipated with belly pain straining and bloating again and again no way maybe it's occasional constipation maybe it's not you could have a chronic condition called irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or ibsc Linzess, or linaclotide, is a prescription that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives to help relieve belly pain and let you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Maybe it's not occasional constipation. Learn more at linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. You may be able to talk to a doctor online. Visit linzess.com, sponsored by Allergan and Iron. Weather forecasters say two tropical storm systems could make landfall in the United States at just about the same time next week. Tropical Depression 13, currently in the Atlantic Ocean, about 300 miles east of Antigua. Tropical Depression 14, about 30 miles off the coast of Honduras in the Caribbean. Both systems have sustained 35-mile-an-hour winds and are expected to strengthen as they head towards the U.S. mainland. The Ellen DeGeneres Show is boosting perks for its workers. After reports of a toxic work environment, Variety says the perks include five paid days off and birthdays off. In addition, they will also be granted paid time for medical leave and family matters. Staffers were informed this week, as DeGeneres is also reportedly apologizing for what were called harmful onset behaviors that happened during her watch. This is USA Radio News. 
All right, Steve Bannon arrested. They're making a huge deal out of it, but I say he's innocent until proven guilty. I believe this is a politically motivated, agenda-driven attack like you haven't seen before. It's multifaceted, duplicitous at the least. Uh, You look at this, and then you look at President Trump's battle over the IRS, and so they say, Trump, you can't hide your taxes from the New York attorneys. Got to have your records released to the New York thugs. And then A.S.D. Bannon arrested by literally the same group of people while the Democrats are attacking President Trump on the campaign stage. That's why I say it's duplicitous, to say the least. It's almost a trifecta and more when you dig into the details because you go, wait a minute, Steve and crew were attacked, all tied to the border wall, all tied to crowdfunding and where a lot of President Trump's money is coming from and where the grassroots would be uh, and, and, and then catapulting that into arrests. And then, hey, you dovetail that with the campaign stage and the attacks going on to the president. You dovetail that with his IRS stuff. And, I mean, it's like a trifecta. Uh, or at least a duplicitous scenario, to say the least. If there's not other facets we're not even talking about yet. I mean, this is insanity. And I think almost everybody sees it for what it is, Kurt. Let me tell you what we lack. We lack the ability to take our knowledge about there's a problem here to stopping them or doing anything about it, Kurt, is the problem. President Trump just going, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry Steve uh, did that stuff and not really willing to talk about it. But look, they're coming for President Trump. And if we allow this fraud to stand, then you take the fourth issue, uh, the um, post office issue. Oh, it's the post office that went after Steve Bannon, huh? Interesting. Anyway, the post office issue, now President Trump can't stop the vote fraud, mail fraud stuff. Uh, President Trump can't do anything about the Obamacare thing because they put the decision-making from the courts till after the election. Everything is going against the president of the United States, Kurt, right now, and he seems powerless, or everybody seems powerless to do anything about it. We can all say, wait a minute, this does not smell right. This is a problem, but no one's able to take it to the next level and say, hold on a minute. How can we literally challenge this? The steamroller keeps it rolling, and it's led by the Obama slash Biden slash uh, Nancy Pelosi slash Ocasio-Cortez crowd, isn't it, Kurt? Well, that's what I see, Sam. And, uh, you know, by the way, uh, they say uh, the uh, We Build the Walls Board of Advisors. Uh, you mentioned Chris Kobach, uh, the uh, guy, he's, you know, he lost a number of arms and legs or whatever in the it's service of this country. They, uh, oh, okay, Chris Kobach. Maybe that's a different guy. This is, uh, yeah, another guy. Then uh, he, they call him an immigration hardliner who had been considered for a post in the administration. They say Eric Prince, the brother of uh, Education Secretary Betsy DeVos, who has strong ties to the administration, uh, and David Clark, the former Milwaukee County Sheriff who helped campaign for Trump, has been one of the most vocal supporters in right-wing media. Uh, That's what the uh, Hill... uh, thing says now the president did comment about this whole thing he says i disagreed with doing this very small or tiny section of wall in a tricky area by a private group which raised money by ads uh it was only done to make me look bad he says and perhaps it now doesn't even work should have been built like the rest of the wall 500 plus miles um you know, and See, and so this is where I, President Trump, I, in my opinion, kind of steps in it, Kurt. That's right. I think he should go ahead and support these guys. And We uh, should do stuff, what we're doing. See, we should back up and say the whenever there's private money and good people doing good things, we'll praise that, right? 
Yeah, the main things that, uh, you know, he has said, uh, at least right now. That well, do you remember President Trump critical of it back in the day? I don't remember him saying anything about it, Kurt. No, no, but they're trying to do what the standard media does, and that is to try to put these groups, you know, fight, have them fight amongst with one themselves. Another, sure. Yeah, so he uh, he told reporters on this thing uh, yesterday, he says, uh, I feel very badly. I haven't been dealing with him, talking about Steve Bannon, for a very long period of time, as most of the people in this room know. Um, it was something that I've very much felt that what was inappropriate to be doing. Well, he didn't really the, articulate uh, that then, though. That's my like point, that. is it's no. a little bit of... I'm going to not say anything when it benefits me, but yet now I'm going to kind of throw them to the wolves, which I think is a mistake by the president. That's right. Uh, again, that's a, a bad yeah. thing. That's why I took the time to rewind and defend what we defended then, now. Look, to do a private sector way to make the money for the wall was a great idea and could go off very, very well. Because if private property owners own property, Kurt, they can put up a wall on their own property. And if they can get support and funding and help in doing that by the people in America who care... Okay, don't tell me it's a bad yeah. idea, President. Don't 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 be That's silent when it benefits you, and then run around and say I thought it was a bad idea from the get go. By golly, no, 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 it's a good idea. It was a good idea, and it's still a good idea. That's what I mean by you just can't yep. wimp out, buddy. You gotta stand tall and strong. Okay, now if they've done something wrong with the funds. That's a whole nother topic, which, you know what, right now they're not guilty of. They're innocent until proven guilty. And right now what you have is a witch hunt going on, and that's where the president should be focusing on this right now until we see different. In the meantime, though, I submit to you, shame on the president for not standing tall with these people. Now, this idea that this is designed, meaning to build the wall privately, was a way to get at Donald. That's not true at all. And I say that because Brian Cope, this Brian Coford guy wasn't against the president. I know David A. Clark Jr. is not against the president. So I personally know people that I know full well wouldn't be part of it if they really thought it was an attack on the president. So I, I'm not buying that uh, point either, Kurt. Well, it's a great point, Sam. And, uh, you know, I, I believe, like, uh, let's, let's just imagine as soon as, the, you know, a story like this broke that the president said, hey, uh, we've been holding these, uh, you know, um, these indictments on uh, Bill Clinton and Hillary. And, uh, you know, you go on down the list, all these ones. You know, we, we thought we'd take an opportunity today since you guys are bringing this up. You know, just go ahead and bring that up. Um, you know, at least to me, you got to be on offense and you got to be pushing forward. And he's done this with, you know, um, this uh, Democrat National Convention. He's moving forward and having these rallies at the same time. And and so then the standard media doesn't really want to cover that. But, you know, uh, there's, um, you know, he, he knows how to do this typically. But, you know, the thing we got to remember is 90 plus percent of the big media you know, the Washington Post and everybody else, and so many of them get in New York Times or whatever, they get drug along with this, even if they're sort of pro um, the president because, hey, there's so much um, bad press, you know. Yeah, now let me make a couple of more points on this case because I think it's really worthy of, of you know, clarity on, on this. First of all, um, President, if you really want to talk about the money for the wall— you promised you'd get the money from the Mexicans. Okay, you said Mexico will pay for this. So, you know what? Don't criticize Steve for trying to create and Brian for trying to create, you know, unique ways to fund this thing and help you. 
You've been begging the military and begging Congress and begging the American taxpayer to pay for it ever since you got elected. When on the campaign trail, you said the Mexicans would, the Mexican government would pay for it. Clearly, they would pay. Now you're going to the military and going to Congress and taking funds from this and that, and it's all taxpayer-funded and generated, my friend. So you know what? Let's not drill into the critical about how we're trying to raise money to build the wall. Let's not attack people that in the private sector are trying to back your play, and now you hang them out to dry? Let's be very clear. You're the one that said you were going to get the money from the Mexican people, from the Mexican government, from the Mexican Mexico, whatever you want to call that, would pay for it. That's what you said, President, and I haven't seen Mexico pay for nothing. Have you, Kurt? Well, I think that uh, here um, you and I will disagree uh, that I think the president could take this opportunity. He could have these talking points, if you will, like, um, you know, Mrs. Uh, McEnany, is it? Uh, Anyway, uh, the uh, spokeslady at the White House, you know, she's got always these pages that she can flip to, and he could flip to this and say, look, here's where we were. I said that the Mexican... Uh, people or the Mexican government would pay for the wall, and here's how it's worked out. We've spent this much money. Um, we've got in uh, this many this many tariffs uh, because of the tariffs we've placed on Mexico, and we've got this many more jobs because of these tariffs in America. And this translates to basically what I said, the Mexican government paying for the wall. Uh, we've got so many less uh, drug um, drugs entering our country and so much less illegal immigration spending that we've had to do. Uh, and so here's how I'm telling you that the Mexican government has paid for the wall. Yeah, now he you could know, do that, that, and I would welcome it, Kurt. Do I don't that. think that's a disagreement. Yeah. Well, I welcome that. He just uh, hasn't done exactly it. That's what I'm getting what at. Said. Yeah. Now, yeah, if he does it, you know, I completely agree, and I'd love... If Kaylee McEnany were doing I would love like a that, report like that, and I would praise a report like that. But as I see now, I just know that he's begged Congress for the money. Uh, Congress and, and the government now and the Democrats are all claiming that he took the money from this and took the money from that. That's all taxpayer money. Again, it's very hard to know the truth. All I'm telling you, though, is that, hey, let's not run around and criticize, say, a Steve Bannon or a Brian Colford or these guys and say, oh, I never agreed with getting the money that way. That was always kind of tenuous or risky, and... Okay, let's then take it head on and show me how the Mexicans have paid for it. Maybe they have. Kurt, and so there's no disagreement. I hope they have, and maybe you're right. I'd love to see a report like that. There's no disagreement on that whatsoever. However, have you seen the report, Kurt? I'm waiting for it. Kaylee's probably got it there working on it. I'm waiting for it, too. That's the whole point. We absolutely agree. Transport back in time to our nation's founding at the Freedom's Light Festival. Visit with freedom fighters, colonial artisans, music, contests, prizes, over 35 activities for the whole family. Schedule a school field trip and fulfill the federal requirement to teach the Constitution. Can you crack the spy codes used to win the Revolutionary War? Take home a founding document printed on the exact replica Isaiah Thomas used for the first Declaration of Independence. Register and compete in the Constitution Bowl. Join us September 17th through the 19th. Register at freedomslight.us. Freedomslight.us. This event is completely free, now more than ever. We need to ensure Freedom's Light is not extinguished. Let's keep this light shining in the hearts and minds of our children. Freedomslight.us. That's freedomslight.us. 
You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. So while they make massive fanfare of using the IRS against the President of the United States, by the way, the President should abolish the IRS tomorrow. Of course, he won't get it done. He'll just take a beating from them for years and years and years and years. Uh, I pray that we can abolish the IRS because I think it would be a, a, a day of freedom like no other. Nevertheless, um, while that's going on, while they're complaining that Steve and crew took a bunch of money, and they're making it a big fanfare with an arrest and making you believe that it's just, you know, hundreds of thousands of donors and the GoFundMe crowdfunding campaign and all linked to the president and all linked to the wall and, man, just evil. Well, that's going on. The Democrats are having their convention, Kurt. And not only did a parade of socialists hit the stage, but it gets worse. I guess they showed a video uh, of some of the most impactful Americans. Um, they talk about America's most impactful leaders in this video, Kurt. And guess who was one of the most impactful leaders, Kurt? Mm, who? <clears throat> a convicted rapist and murderer. That's right. A convicted rapist and murderist by the name of Donna Hilton. You know about Donna Hilton, Kurt? Put in Donna Hilton. Nope. H-Y-L-T-O-N, Donna Hilton, into your Google there and let Wikipedia come on up. You got a rapist and a murderer, Canada of America's most impactful leaders. This is WND.com with the details, Kurt, breaking this down for us. And you look at this and you go, are you kidding me? So you got Bill Clinton, the well-known rapist and the well-known sexual predator. Uh, photos just released of him getting massages by little girls and such like that. Uh, many women testifying against Bill. Uh, so he's uh, up on the campaign stage. You got Joe Biden, the pervert, as you know, with sexual allegations against him up on the stand, accepting the uh, coronation. Uh, then you've got this pervert, rapist, convicted, whatever going on. Uh, you've got um, Kamala Harris that literally agreed with the women that are accusing Biden and said, hey, they have every right. I commend them for their courage. Now she's standing in the, on the stage right by pervert Joe. Uh, and so while they're saying that poor Steve Bannon uh, might have took a little bit of money. And again, you, you know, when you dig into this, you might find out that they use some of it for travel. They use some of it for this or that. I mean, I don't know who got what. And if they really stole money and they really did something wrong, I 
You know, I'm not going to defend that. I don't know yet, though. I'm just saying he's innocent until proven guilty. Even if that happened, it's, it's pennies. It's minor. Hey, we raised a bunch of money for the wall, and we used some of it for travel, and we used this, and we did this. And, and you know, at the end of the day, is it as bad as it sounds? I don't know. But they're making a mountain out of this thing. And then right now, you've got literally perverts and pedophiles convicted and otherwise all on the stage, all tied to perverted sex behavior at the least. And then uh, you get this convicted rapist murderer person counted in a video as one of America's most impactful leaders, Kurt. Do you want to respond to this? You know, the uh, I was looking up any details about it, but uh, World Net Daily uh, digging in there, uh, you know, I'm sure they uh, um, uh, may. Well, there's one line I saw here. It says, uh, Democrat Party seems to be attracting criminals, radicals, and lawbreakers, and that pretty much. Now, I'm not saying the Republicans don't attract those guys, um, but, you know, uh, for me, we ought to get rid of all the parties. Uh, but... You know, I do see that, um, you know, at least in my opinion, if I'm going to, you know, figure out which one's got more criminals, <laughs> I'm thinking the Democrats have, you know, a higher level of criminal uh, activity going on. For sure. And but, but look, Steve Bannon, I mean, if he really did and these guys did take money and use it for wrongful purposes or whatever, that's a problem. Don't get me wrong. But does that even compare when we don't know the details yet? Because uh, it might be that Steve stayed in a nice hotel, and I think he should have been at Motel 6, and he was at the Hilton, and, you know, that kind of stuff. Or he might have spent money on nice food, and he should have went to McDonald's like President Trump on the campaign trail or something. Or, you know, okay, I get it, and I, I'm not here to disagree. I'm just saying that kind of discussion and or the maybe the ill use of money, you'd have to dig into the contracts to know. You know, but all I'm saying is that compared to literally praising a convicted rapist and murderer, people with ties to the convicted Jeffrey Epstein, okay, uh, convicted, uh, you know, folks like Bill Clinton, who literally lied to the American people about his involvement with an intern, who then said he wasn't really involved in that Jeffrey Epstein stuff, but yet he was on the Lolita Express over 26 times, according to, what, Fox and the FBI and whoever else, right? And, oh, well, he never was well, alone, and just but lately, he lied yeah. and got caught alone over four times. And when you go on and on, are we even talking about the same reality of corruption here, Kurt? Well, and just lately they had Clinton, uh, you know, speaking there. And he's right. talking about uh, bad stuff in the, uh, in the White House or in the Oval Office. And I'm thinking, what? This well, guy's going to talk about know. bad stuff in the Oval Office? Are you kidding me right yeah. now? Okay, but this is the kind of stuff I'm talking about. I mean, even if Steve Bannon did all this stuff, which to me that's very questionable right now, it seems to me that, it, you know what, there might be a little nugget of, well, you didn't make the perfect steps or you didn't use the money as, you know, we think you should kind of discussions. But, you know, you're going to find out it's a lot like the Steve Stockman case where, you know what, did they dot every I and cross every T perfectly? Maybe not. But does that mean that people should go to jail for criminal activity? Not even close. And what you've got, and I've mentioned this over and over and over, you, you, over and over, you've got a double standard here. All the good guys are going to jail, Kurt. All the bad guys are walking free. And you just see it clear as a bell. You know, you got Bill Clinton, 
Joe Biden, all on the campaign stage. They're fine. You've got Steve Stockman and Steve Bannon, and those guys are in serious trouble. And you look at an Ammon Bundy who literally had to fight him for two years. At the end of the day, Ammon Bundy's guilty of nothing. The only people that were guilty of crimes was your government. But yet, zero accountability, and poor Ammon had to suffer. I submit to you, these guys are being Bundied. And I think that President Trump, they're going to try to do that to the president. I don't know if they'll get to or not. Time will tell. But this is serious, serious business, in my opinion, Kurt. All right, well, we got good news on the coronavirus. According to your 819 stories, Kurt, coronavirus recedes cases, deaths, hospitalizations. I guess they're at the lowest levels in weeks, buddy. Well, that's one of the main reasons, Sam, you don't hear hardly any talk about it now, right? I mean, I mean, what? Well, they talk about vaccines and masks and the shutdown and the economy, but they don't talk about the reality of the uh, situation anymore, do they? Well, that's exactly right. And that's because this is, you know, dropping off just like, you know, people said it would happen. Uh, Whether you do all the social distancing or not, um, this was bound to happen like it, you know, uh, is. And so, uh, you know, you're you're seeing, at least in my opinion, uh, you know, the the infections are reported or way down uh, lower than any day since the 24th of June. Um, you know, the, the uh, deaths are way down, uh, lowest number in about a couple of weeks, they say. And, you know, the bottom line is, uh, you know, hey, it's not because everybody's been wearing a mask. It's not because it's just because that's the way viruses and things work, you know. And, uh, you know, so that's at least a piece of good news. I was going to throw in something here that I found really interesting. You you know, have you heard this info about the whole uh, locked up mailboxes and stuff and about uh, like the president is getting rid of mailboxes so people can't vote? Have you heard that? I've heard about it, but I think it's all propaganda. Well, I agree, Sam, and there's a, uh, you know, piece from the Western Journal where they, I guess, um, in California, what happens is sometimes late at night, um, the Postal Service is reporting this is how this works, uh, but say you've got a post office box in a in an area where it's uh, dimly lit or whatever, you know, they say that uh, people about, you know, early in the morning will go in there and they'll... Uh, uh, they call it use. They'll use a, a stick and a fishing tool, and they'll uh, stick um, that in there, and then try to pull mail out. And so uh, then, uh, you know, according to the Western Journal, that uh, they have these locks in California, and they've been seeing them for years. Uh, but they put them on there so that you know at least nobody goes and <laughs> tries to pull the mail out with a like a fishing pole. <laughs> So, uh, you know, I just, I, I wasn't aware of that, and I thought you know, it was kind of a, you know, it would be useful uh, to tell people about that, but then it would uh, kind of mess up the whole, you know, ends justify the means of kind of a story, though, right? Wouldn't it? Yeah, let's talk about when I say this is propaganda, what I mean, Kurt, because now that you've explained yeah. the story in detail, it's worth kind of clarifying. Do I think it's propaganda that people are literally sneaking in in the middle of the night to mailboxes and using this phishing technique to steal mail? No, I don't. I think that's real. I think that's actually going on. 
I don't think that's propaganda at all. Uh, President Trump trying to stop it to create integrity in the mail system. That's where the propaganda comes in. They're saying, oh, Donald's just doing that to manipulate the vote. Donald complains of vote fraud and then runs around and does this. And, you know, he's going to, you know, manipulate the outcome. No, no, no. This is really happening. And somehow we need to take the president out of this discussion and have local leaders in their given uh, jurisdictions stand up and say, no, there is vote fraud in my district or there is mail fraud in my district. And mail fraud could impact vote fraud. And we're not going to tolerate that. The propaganda is that they're trying to act like the president's just making this kind of stuff up. And I submit to you, no, it's real. And it's a serious concern, especially mail fraud. But the concern is even heightened when we're going to use this for voting. And so, sadly, they've managed to merge these issues together and then blame it on the president and this idea that while the president claims a vote fraud, he's creating vote fraud by, um, you know, shutting down these mailboxes. What the president and others are saying is, look, if we can't secure these things, then we've got to get rid of them. And I would completely agree. And so that's where the kind of propaganda piece is, Kurt. Right? I just want to be very clear of where Makes the, sense. Where, the yeah. um, mm-hmm. where I'm saying the propaganda relates to. The propaganda relates to suggesting that this is not a real issue and suggesting the president's yeah. using this for political purposes. That's the propaganda piece. That's well, the dishonest the other, piece of this narrative. The other part that, you know, fits in uh, very well is that the president, you know, like usual when he looks into government, um, you know, activity, uh, you know, like in the uh, Postal Service, he sees this massive waste of money and uh, huge things where he's complained about, hey, giving Amazon special deals and it's costing them even more to deliver the package than they're charging and, you know, stuff like that. I mean, he's... He's going after fixing something again, and they don't like it. Oh, absolutely. We'll talk about it next hour. Kurt will send me that headline so I can add it to my notes. I want to talk about Biden meeting with ex-strippers. People are shocked over this, but I'm not. This is what I mean. This is how these people roll. Well, they accuse Steve Bannon of possibly not using money perfectly. Biden's meeting with strippers. Former strippers. Hey, we'll talk about it. Hour one in the can, hour two coming up. I'm Sam. He's Kurt. You're you. Thanks for being alongside for the ride. We the people can and will restore our grand old republic. But you got to get involved, make it a great day, and choose the right will you? LovingLiberty.net. Spread the word. God save the republic. Live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kirk Crosby live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that was refused to use. No doubt continues now. This is the broadcast for August twenty-first. In the year of our Lord, 2020, this is our one of two, and our goal, or this is our two of two. And our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio. Wow, there's so much going on here, it's shocking. American Update has a story, which we'll get into here in just a second. 
But, man, I look at this, and I just go, what on earth is going on in this society? So we're going to beat up Steve Bannon. They say he might have misused some money. Arrest that guy, massive fanfare, put him in jail. Let him plead not guilty through his attorneys while you see him on video in a holding cell, right? Well, and another thing to throw in on his deal, Sam, is, um, you know, you've heard about in New York, they have the no bail thing where, you know, like if they get a criminal, they bring them in and then there's no bail. So they just let them right out. Well, as far as I, I've seen the reports on uh, Steve Bannon, there's like a $5 million bail. So, you know, the average criminal is going to root, riot and loot and all that kind of stuff. Uh, they're they're just out real quick, you know, murder or whatever. But uh, if the Postal Service arrests you, you know, you got a $5 million bail, right? Yeah, it's just, it's hard to even understand, right? Now, you heard an NBA player got fined. $150,000 for eating chicken wings at a strip club, Kurt, right? Did you see that? Yeah, I think it's because uh, he had gone off and, uh, you know, outside the bubble, right? You know, uh, you know they've well, got this yeah. so-called bubble thing so that uh, people can only, uh, you know, that if you've already been tested and stuff, then you're not supposed to go out of there because then you'd be bringing the virus back inside the bubble and uh, then these, uh, you know, so they've agreed to that kind of thing. And I think he uh, was supposed to head to a funeral and he just, you know, did another stop there as far as I remember. Yeah. Yeah. But I look at that and I go, wait a minute. This guy goes to a strip club and gets a $150,000 fine for eating chicken wings. Or for what? Yeah. Well, because he violated that um, bubble rule or whatever, you know. Uh, and uh, the crazy NBA has, you know. All I right, so it's Clippers guard Lou Williams. All right. Is who this happened to, right? Okay. <clears throat> and I, I find that really interesting. I guess he'll have to sit out. He can't play games either. Because he was uh, on a trip outside the NBA bubble. You're right about that, Kurt. But I look at that and I go, okay. Uh-huh. Was it really the strip club? Was it going outside the bubble? What was the... Now, I know you're saying it was going outside the bubble. But they say it was going to a strip club. So going to the trip... Going to the strip club... <clears throat> For dinner was the problem outside the NBA bubble. <laughs> yeah. All right, now let me tell it's you why. It's kind of like when, you, when you're absent from class, you know, you jump out the window and your teacher's not looking or whatever. And so, you know, it's it's the same thing with the NBA. Except well, it's, it's cool big, that you jumped out the window. The problem is you ate dinner at a strip club while you were outside the window. Yeah. <laughs> now let me explain to you why I drill into this so much about this stripper club. Uh, and about this NBA player, um, Clippers guard Lou Williams or whatever, and he's going to have to sit out for two games, and he was fined 150 grand and all this, okay? Yeah. Now, Biden, <clears throat> I guess, had a rendezvous with ex-stripper, shocks critics. I guess Biden evades the press now but sits down with ex-stripper 
I guess he sat with an extra named Cardi B, Kurt. Do you know who Cardi B is? I w- I've heard of her. I've probably seen a picture of her. I, I really couldn't tell you, you know, much more than that about her because I, I don't think she's really what, what you would call, a, you know, representative of the, you know, kind of <sighs> lady that you'd want. Yeah, so let me know, get this right. A- the press really can't talk to Biden much because of the COVID. So yeah, he's got to sit in his basement and all that stuff. But he can roll out and hang out with a stripper, Cardi B, and do a, you know, interview, Kurt. And people are going, what's up with that? So let me get this right. A guy running for the president of the United States accused of sexual indiscretions. Uh, he's fine. He can go to a sit down with an ex-stripper. Not a problem. Now, this other guy decides to eat dinner at a strip club and eat some chicken wings and, by golly, fine him $150,000 and make him sit out for a couple of games. Now, I'm not saying that that's good that this NBA player goes to eat wings at a stripper club. I'm not. I'm just saying look at the disparity in the difference is the point. Now, it gets worse because I think the Bidens love strippers, Kurt. Turns out Hunter Biden, that's Joe's son, did father a child with an ex-stripper. What's her name? London Roberts? Kurt, is that who it is? Mm, sounds right. Uh, somebody in the Midwest. Yeah. So anyway, all I'm saying is, so let me get this right. This one guy can't even go to the eat wings there. Nailed to the wall. Get him. Find him. Make him miss games. I mean, the only thing they haven't done is toss him in the clink yet. But of course, mm-hmm. Joe, who's accused already of sexual indiscretions, uh, even the VP pick says those <clears throat> allegations have some credibility, and he, she defends the ladies' rights to complain and commends them for standing up against this. They're on the campaign stage together yesterday. And then, you know what, Joe's son, so Joe's hanging out with the strippers and doing interviews, but his son's hanging out with strippers and making babies, but then he lies about it and won't take claim for it, and a DNA test has to prove the detail to force him to, well, I guess it turns out that, yes, it's true. And I look at this and I go, man, I don't, I don't even think we're on the same planet with these people, Kurt. And they're going to go, oh, Steve Bannon might have used some money wrong. <laughs> I just look at this and go, oh, my goodness, right? All right, don't worry, man. You got Batman in Santiago, Kurt. <laughs> Well, yeah, the uh, headline from Reuters in this case says, Batman prowls streets of Santiago delivering food to homeless. Um, I guess, you know, basically what you got is somebody, uh, you know, some good Samaritans dressing up like Batman and uh, uh, basically uh, delivering food. So I thought it was kind of cool uh, story. Uh, you know, I guess he's delivering food to the homeless, providing sustenance and light-hearted solace to those in need following months of lockdown in the Chilean capital. Uh, the man who wears a shiny Batman suit, complete with a coronavirus-ready sanitary face mask, delivers a few dozen plates of hot food to homeless people throughout the South American capital on a regular basis. said he prefers not to be identified. Look around you. See if you can dedicate a little time, a little food, a little shelter, a word sometimes of encouragement to those who need it, he said, adding the disguise was meant to bring good cheer and unite. Um, you know, 
Anyway, uh, it says restrictions. This is from the NewYorkPost.com article about it, NYPost.com. Restrictions aimed at stemming the spread of coronavirus have devastated Chile's economy. They fell for it just like us. Uh, unemployment has skyrocketed to over 12% in Chile, uh, breaking a decade-long record, and much of the capital of Santiago continues to operate at half-mast, they say. So Batman making a difference in Santiago, Sam. Yeah, what, what's up with that? Is it really even Batman, Kurt? Is this a real story? Because, like, Batman's a fictitious character, right? Well, yeah, but it's just somebody who's dressed up in a Batman suit. Um, they need to throw and, that person uh, in jail, Kurt. One of the recipients. Well, yeah, cause you right. because you can't fake like you're Batman. That would be government. fake news, buddy, and you can't catapult yourself into that specialty icon that's got what? What do they got on that thing, Kurt, to protect it? Copyright, trademark, or something. trademarks, uh, and the like. In right? this case, uh, one of the recipients said this true sentiment was clear. He said it's appreciated from one human to another. Well, I agree with that, but see, the problem is you can't do good. Now, if you want to go in Batman costume and rape, rape and pillage and plunder and hang out with strippers, well, wait a minute, I guess you can't go to strippers if you're outside the bubble either. Uh, unless you're Joe. Then you can just meet with the strippers, and it's not a problem at all. In fact, Joe's the savior of the world. I mean, the country. Uh-huh. Yeah, It's just insanity. But I do commend anybody dressing up in any garb they choose and running around doing good things, Kurt. I kind of like that. Yeah. Imagine All right. That. The poor my pillow creator guy's in trouble now, Kurt. Well, yeah. Um, you want to know why he's in trouble, you know. don't you? Okay. He likes President Trump. Well, yeah, that'd be the main reason yes, he'd be in trouble. Good point. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, and in this case, um, you know, the, you know how the, the president, every so often you'll hear him talk about these uh, therapeutics. Uh, so in other words, sure. you know, they'll mention vaccines and then they'll talk about thera- therapeutics. Or in other words, I, I think it's other solutions Treatments. that would yeah. be, yeah, uh, that kind of thing. Well, apparently uh, uh, Mike, uh, Z- what's, what's I think it's name? Zindel, Mike, isn't it? Uh, Mike Lindell, yeah. Oh, Lindell, was, sorry. Uh, Lindell was... Uh, you know, and remember, this is the former druggy, you know, guy who's the guy that actually CEO. changed his life and repented. And what a what a case study in solutions, huh? That's right. All right, hang uh, tight. Anyway, Details in seconds. With Anderson Cooper. Have we realized the assault against our lives, our liberties, our faith? To defeat this assault, Christians and all people of goodwill should have strategies to prevail in our faith and principles, which are simple. No need for a complex formula. One goal, one aim. A strategy like the heroic Christians of the past. We win, they lose. Nothing less. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm by a friend of Megagoria. The Strategy of Heaven Revealed. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm. Available on Amazon.com or by calling Caritas in the U.S. at 205 672 2000. 
The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues that affect the American West, its people, lifestyles, lands, and wildlife. The Loving Liberty Radio Network is proud to support the publisher's efforts to provide an active forum for solutions that preserve the vanishing American cowboy, farmer, and sheep herder. Each issue contains informative articles on life in the American West, along with breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of the cowboy spirit in our day. Each issue of Range Magazine also features great gift ideas, like the 2020 Real Buckaroo Calendar and the book Tales from Out There. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Just click on the shopping cart. The Loving Liberty Radio Network salutes the spirit of the American West and those who are keeping it alive at Range Magazine. All right, you're saying it was on, uh, with what's that guy's name, that pervert? Anderson CNN? Cooper, the okay. ho- homosexual from uh, CNN, yeah, um, that's right. that basically um, does, I guess they call them interviews. Um, but anyway, uh, he he had him on. He had uh, Mike Lindell on, and basically they say it was a 20-minute uh, yelling match. Um, and, uh, you know, like Anderson Cooper called uh, Mike Lindell a snake oil salesman, um, and uh, he asked him the question, how do you sleep at night? And um, I, I'm just thinking, uh, you know, I'd sure much rather be Mike Lindell than uh, Anderson Cooper. But uh, this uh, piece <laughs> you know, says uh, Mike Lindell, uh, well, anyway, he, they wonder why the guy, um, why Anderson Cooper didn't ask Mike Lindell Hey, what what's going on in your fight against COVID and uh, your investing in therapeutic solutions and research? Uh, Mike Lindell is added to the board of what's called Phoenix Biotechnology lately. Lately, uh, and uh, they say rather than asking Lindell about the research and development of potential vaccines and cures, Cooper turned the uh, segment into a 20-minute marathon yelling match and. Uh, then I guess uh, CNN, you know, posted a clip of it that was nine minutes. So, you know, that way they can kind of twist it around or whatever. And But, um, you know, I guess uh, one of the main things that the uh, um, that Mike Lindell and this company, Phoenix Biotechnology, is pu- pushing forward is a thing called oleandrin. Uh, have you ever heard of that before, Sam? No. I hadn't heard of what is it either, uh, but apparently it's just a uh, you know like well you've got different uh, plants and things and it's a flower um, and uh, you know of course uh, you got Newsweek saying don't take it uh, for COVID nineteen of course sounds kind of like the guys that say don't take uh, hydroxychloroquine you know but um, anyway. Uh, I just think that uh, hey, you know, any any movement towards uh, better, healthy things is a smart move. But, but I got a uh, question. In this case, yeah. Why bring this guy on to Anderson Cooper's show and just create a shouting match for twenty minutes? What value does that have? If you're going to bring on Mike, uh, is it Lindell? Yeah. All right. If you're going to bring that guy on, why not just sit back and say, "Hey, I have a couple of questions for you, Mike. Welcome to the show." 
And, um, you know, why not just ask him a few questions and let the people hear what Mike has to say and then let the people decide what they think, Kurt? Well, the reason you don't do that, Sam, is you're CNN, you know. And, well, I, uh, I, I'd even have Anderson Cooper on this show, and I would let him yeah. say what he wants to say. I might ask right. a couple of hard questions to try to really That's dig in and understand, but I wouldn't bring Anderson nice. Cooper on to slaughter him, Kurt. I don't see the value right. in that. I don't, bring, I, well, I don't want to bring yeah. him on just to argue about who's whatever. And look, the whole purpose to have somebody on is to let the viewers, you know, hear and understand. And what was it that we report you decide? Wasn't that Fox? It's, oh, this isn't Fox. Yeah. huh? But I, my That's point right. still stands that why bring people on just to bait them and barbecue them or, or prove that you're right? Or I, I don't get the point of the interview at all, Kurt. Well, here's another main point, Sam. I'll tell you another main thing that you're talking about. Um, you know, uh, can you say Antichrist? Uh, for example, uh, it says uh, Lindell defended his pushing of the drug, claiming he's given it to friends and family and it saved their lives. And uh, he says, I do what Jesus has me do, he told Cooper. So as soon as you say that... Um, you know, Anderson Cooper's going to go crazy. Uh, Why? He says, uh, Why not just say Cooper, that's your belief? I disagree. I think this. Well, because you're Anderson Cooper. Uh, Cooper asked, uh, you think Jesus wants you out here promoting remedies that have never been tested? Cooper asked. Uh, wow. Well, why why would they uh if he gives them to people and it saves their lives then aren't they you know kind of tested um he says uh, why would i do this ask yourself why would i ruin my reputation if i didn't believe in this product and, and see i would i would say this though um, rather than defending the product i would just say to anderson cooper and you guys think promoting masks and promoting your social distancing and locking down whole societies you think jesus would be fine with that when you have no evidence that it works you've changed the <laughs> the the markers on what you say works and doesn't work literally over and over before the world for decades said masks weren't helpful at all now they changed that on a dime and now fauci says social distancing is the answer because we know uh, based on circumstantial evidence at best that that it's airborne and you don't even know that anderson and you guys are peddling all this other you think jesus would be proud of you but see the problem is Cooper. that just fuels the debate Kurt. And Cooper even uh, went on to say that he thinks Lindell is doing it for money, adding that he doesn't think Lindell has a great reputation. Well, yeah. Mike Lindell has said, you know, that who he was, he, he's come out and said, look, I used to be a druggie. I was an addict and all that stuff, you know. And, and he, what do you think? You know, Mike needs money? Oh, yeah. It's come just on. interesting to that see. But, and the, the other thing is. Uh, and, of course, you know, Anderson's think, not doing this for money. That's exactly right. Um, Anderson Cooper, of course, doesn't do the stuff he's doing for money. Um, you know, he's just yeah. Let's take away his salary Mr. and see how long he stays there. Why doesn't he do this? <laughs> President Trump donated his fourth quarter salary, Kurt, uh, or uh, no, I guess his third quarter. Um, yeah. President Trump, what? Kurt, promised he wouldn't take money, and anyway, yeah, isn't there? Said he said yeah. he'd never take a dime, and he hasn't. Uh, you know, and then he's uh, okay. So can Anderson his... do the same? I don't see that. We got to make sure he's not in it for the money, Kurt. Yeah, good point. Just say this is what I mean that the hypocrisy these people spin is just amazing. Mm -hmm. Trump donates quarterly salary yep. to repair national monuments. Quote I promised right. you I would not take a dime, said the president. Exactly.
And so you know what? in Kurt, our lifetime, do you remember any president no. not taking a salary? No. And this and, is, again, and, why I support President Trump now yeah. and why I've been hesitant before, but i got to look at their fruits. This guy hasn't taken a dime. And you could say, well, he's got the money not to take a dime. Yeah, so do a lot of people who haven't done that, huh? Right. Okay, so it isn't the point that he can do it. I couldn't do it. I don't have the money. But he can, and he does. Right. Here's the point, though. Whether he's got the money or not, the fact is he's doing it. How many others have done that who yeah. could not take the money? I mean, you got the Bush right. oil cartel, and they took the money. You got That's the Clintons. Right. You think Clintons need money? Good point. Now, okay, and you look at all that, and you go, wow, this guy really did what he said on the campaign trail. He said, I'm not going to take a dime. Now you see he's yep. donating the money. How many quarters has he done that for? Well, I don't know. He's been in office, what, three-plus years? So that's 12, and then we're in the fourth year, so that's right now maybe 14 or 15. And I don't yeah. know how far behind it lags in terms of all this stuff, so I don't know the exact number. But whatever the number the is. The answer is all the quarters. Yeah, all the quarters, and over a dozen for sure, right? Yeah. And I'm just saying, see, that. why can't they even acknowledge that? But if I were Mike yeah. Lindell, I'd say, hey, if you think I'm in it for the money, uh, why don't I go ahead and um, show you the philanthropy that I've been doing here because of the corona? And why don't you, Anderson, yeah, show me the philanthropy that you've been doing? We're both quite wealthy right. in America, my friend. Let's just have an on-air reality TV show, and it starts now. Yeah. See? Uh, um, because I Good believe point. that it's just disingenuous, to say the least. And I don't know Mike Lindell personally. All I know yeah. is I find his story about... Um, you know, living a life that's full of bad choices to changing and living a life full of good choices, and I commend him. Yep. And I'm grateful for the change, and I hope that change happens to every one of us. Glenn Beck and Mike Lindell and me and you and everybody else, Kurt. You want to yep. know why I hope that? Uh, yeah. Because Go good begats good. That's right. And, and because I, I even hope that for Pelosi. And in case you, Cortez, I hope Joe Biden can quit hanging out with ex-strippers and I hope that ex-strippers can change and not be strippers anymore yep right Imagine and I'm that. sad that Hunter Biden fathered a child with a stripper I hope she quit stripping and I hope that uh, Hunter Biden could take responsibility for the children he procreates yeah that's what I hope right mm -hmm. I hope there can be more Batmans prowling the streets doing good all the day long I hope my pillow creator can continue to promote solutions for the coronavirus. Yeah. I hope Trump and other presidents who can uh, continually donate their salaries to good things as opposed to taking it if they don't need the money. And you know what else I hope? I hope people learn about honey, Kurt. Raw honey delivered directly to your door. <laughs> localhoneyman.com, ladies and gentlemen, is the website. 801-669-2211. You can text or call. Uh, you can email Kurt, C-U-R-T, at LibertyRoundTable.com and say, I'd like to learn about all the honey on the market and what good it can do for me. And believe it or not, I guess what? There's a new study out about honey, Kurt? Well, yeah, Sam. It's kind of cool. you got to tease uh, them and then come back and give it the whole story, Kurt. All right. So how do I tease them? Oh, I would say something like new research claims, better than antibiotics. Oh. We'll talk about it, that kind of thing. Yeah, Does that maybe work? it'll team up with Mike Lindell and Oleandrin or something. Ooh, then then uh, that whacked out guy need, uh, needs to have you on, right? Yeah. Ooh, whoa. Proclaiming liberty across the land.
You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. Postmaster General Louis DeJoy is currently in the hot seat before a U.S. Senate panel. Democrats on Capitol Hill have been accusing him of trying to sabotage the Postal Service in an effort to help President Trump's re-election. DeJoy did suspend aggressive cost-cutting measures after an outcry over delayed mail concerns, including delivery of prescription drugs. Wisconsin Republican Ron Johnson opened the hearing, saying that DeJoy is a victim of character assassination. The Democratic Party has its nominee formally in place as Joe Biden was anointed last night on the final night of the convention, saying in his address, If you entrust me with the presidency, I will draw on the best of us, not the worst. Being a virtual convention, Biden delivered his acceptance speech from his hometown of Wilmington, Delaware. And you're listening to USA Radio News. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. I have a very busy podiatric practice, and usually I would find at lunchtime I kind of got a slump in terms of energy. But since I've been taking the balance of nature, I don't get that slump anymore. I've got a lot of energy throughout the whole day. With the balance of nature, I don't get cold. I don't get sick. And most importantly, I tell my patients, what you need to do is get your immune system up. And by terms of taking your fruits and vegetables, eating correctly, that's the best way to get that immune system up. So all in all, you guys just keep doing what you're doing. It's a wonderful product. And I really feel that people would benefit from taking this product. Very happy with it. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com today and use discount code USA. The Ellen DeGeneres Show is boosting perks for its workers. After reports of a toxic work environment, Variety says the perks include five paid days off and birthdays off. In addition, they will also be granted paid time for medical leave and family matters. Staffers were informed this week, as DeGeneres is also reportedly apologizing for what were called harmful onset behaviors that happened during her watch. Weather forecasters say two tropical storm systems could make landfall in the United States at just about the same time next week. Tropical Depression 13, currently in the Atlantic Ocean, about 300 miles east of Antigua. Tropical Depression 14, about 30 miles off the coast of Honduras in the Caribbean. Both systems have sustained 35-mile-an-hour winds and are expected to strengthen as they head towards the U.S. mainland. This is USA Radio News. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. Live and on your radio. Hard-hitting talk. All about raw honey. Yeah, better than, what they say, Kurt? Better than antibiotics? Well, the headline from TheGuardian.com says, Honey, better treatment for coughs and colds than antibiotics, uh, study claims. Uh, Subheadline, research suggests honey also more effective than many over-the-counter medicines. Um, And, um, you know, I guess this is uh, from the University of Oxford. Um, The doctors can recommend it, uh, they say, as a suitable alternative to antibiotics which are often prescribed for 
infections, even though they are not effective. Uh, uh, scientists, uh, according to the University of Oxford, have said this. Uh, upper respiratory tract infections, or uh, URTIs, that affect the nose, throat, voice box, and the large air passages uh, that lead from the windpipe to the lungs. Uh, they say there's evidence for honey being used in children all uh, because of the, they say, uh, watch out for giving it to the ones that are under a one-year-old. Now, if they're like 364, Four, three days old, then they're just too young. But then once they get to the 364 days, then they're okay. Roger, uh, they say it's yeah. Uh, yeah um, it's long been used as a home remedy to treat coughs and colds. Uh, I will say that the Spanish people call it la tos, which is the cough. Uh, but the evidence they say for its effectiveness for a range of upper respiratory tract symptoms in adults has not been systematically reviewed. Now, they say to address this, the scientists looked at research databases for relevant studies comparing honey and preparations that included it as an ingredient with usual care. Uh, they, you know, they, so they looked through all this stuff, and then they say uh, they analyzed these studies, and they indicate that honey was more effective than usual care for improving symptoms. Um, you know, and wow, then that's amazing. About the Can I point out a couple of things? Yeah. All right. One, honey is God made, right, Kurt? Well, yeah, but they don't bring Ana that up. Antibiotics are man made, right, Kurt? Yeah, it's exactly right. Honey doesn't really have any side effects. Antibiotics have plenty of side effects, uh, right, Kurt? Exactly. Yes, sir. All right. I just want to kind of bring that up. You know how dumb I am. Yeah. yeah that's right. Right. Now, I'm sure that the, the, the Anderson Coopers of the world is say, Sam, you're just doing this for the cash. You're just highlighting yeah. this for the money. That's why you're talking about God and side effects and stuff. And see, I don't get a penny from honey, folks. In fact, and I the buy article honey. says, "Yeah, well, me too." They say uh, honey's more effective and less harmful than usual care alternatives, and avoids causing harm through antimicrobial resistance. So you would think uh, all doctors, then, yeah. since they're creedists to first do no harm, that I'll be on the honey yeah, solution, well, right, Kurt? Now, let me point out another thing that needs to be clearly articulated in my personal opinion on this the, all honey is not equal just like all talk shows are not equal all honey is not equal there's the pasteurized honey which destroys most of the nutrients then there's the raw honey that's why we always talk about raw honey delivered directly to your door stuff the raw honey keeps the nutrients and the in my opinion the healing properties uh, and healing benefits uh, intact kurt and there's a big difference there that they don't want to talk about either Kurt it's a great point that's exactly right and uh, you know I mean but I I like to always ask somebody okay so which one's health more healthy for you grab a apple and uh, microwave it or you know bake it uh, or you know eat it fresh uh, what do you think um, you know most people pretty much understand that fresh or raw is better right I agree with that, but I sure do like those baked apples when they're in apple pies or in apple crisps. Well, yeah, stuff I'm like not that, against that. I'm simply saying, and make sure and put honey on that as well when you're making that baked, you know, apple pie. You know. Oh yeah. Kind of there you go. Anyway, yeah. I just thought it was a cool story, worth exploring. A few things to highlight that didn't get covered that should have uh, been covered. The raw honey delivered by Almighty God is and, way and better. By than the way. 
a few people, even like Lou Rockwell, have picked it up, uh, you know, in several other places. So it's kind of cool when you see things promoted like, uh, you know, that are healthy. Yeah, that's why people call their spouses honey. They don't call them antibiotics, too. A little, you know, just saying. <laughs> Good point, yeah. All right, networks. <laughs> 150 yeah. times more negative about Donald Trump than Joe Biden. There's never been anything like it, Kurt. And I think this is true. This is unprecedented uh, media manipulation, Kurt, like we have never seen before. And it's not only the big media companies doing it, but it's the big tech companies involved as well because they've become kind of the new media um, counterpart, if you will. But this is just unprecedented, Kurt, is the whole point of the article. Yeah, I mean, just uh, um, we've just never seen it. I mean, we've been in the media for nearly, what, 30 years or so now, Sam. And, uh, you know, we, I mean, we we got in it because we used to complain about the media. Now it's, it's so, um, you know... Um, off the whole idea of being uh, unbiased, you know, seems like, you know what I mean? But think about that headline for a minute. Networks mm -hmm. 150 times more negative about Trump than Biden. There's never been anything like it. And I look at it and I think, what really, I mean, can you think of, I'd almost, I don't know how to do this, but I'd almost like to pay people to do a research study to look through and find the positive headlines about Trump um, ever since he took the escalator down. How many positive headlines can you find about the president of the United States, and who would they be by? Wouldn't that be an interesting case study, Kurt? Well, and you got to ask yourself, you remember these uh, stories, and I don't know how much, you know, we really want the federal government doing things, but, you know, the bottom line is, um, you know, they, they had made some uh, laws that said that, hey, if you're going to run for office, then... Uh, and say you're on a, uh, you know, a show or you've got a over there broadcast or something like that, then they'd say, well, if you're running for your office, you can't participate in that because it's like a, a campaign contribution, you know, and what? so it uh, gives you unfair. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, no. you remember that where, only works you know, if it's for a conservative person. Otherwise, well, it doesn't matter. Well, that's what it seems like, Sam. I mean, if if the media is really 150 times more uh, for one guy than the other, um, then it certainly would be like a contribution, wouldn't it? Yeah, and doesn't and it border people, on election fraud if it's not a contribution there? I think so. And then you ask, uh, then people say, well, then why does the president do all that tweeting? And, oh, that just bothers me. Or, or why does he uh, tout this or tout that? And I'm thinking, well, I'll tell you why he's... He's got all this opposition to him. He's got to come up with some of the, uh, you know, reasons for voting for him himself, you know, because it's not like the other guys are going to do. I heard that. Speaking of people mm -hmm. for running for office, I don't know if this person's really running for office. Can I call Jesus a person and call Jesus a he, Kurt? Yes. Is that can. all right in modern times to do that? Well, it's against the rules, Sam. I know, but we're just he, breaking the rules and into civil yeah, disobedience on this program, right. so let's let it rip. Anyway, they say thousands of signs printed as Jesus 2020. What? They call it a campaign grows, but I'm hesitant on that campaign word because I don't think Jesus is really running. But anyway, Kurt, the rest of the story? Well, WIS-TV has this piece um, and uh, says, uh, 
uh, Dateline, Alabama. It's a gift that keeps on giving. You, you may recall they say the story that they did recently on the Jesus 2020 campaign in Raymer. I just hadn't heard of this, you know. But members of a local Baptist church started the campaign to put Jesus everywhere in hopes that people will elect him as their leader. Uh, they've, uh, behind this movement, they've, uh, you know, they've got more than 6,200 signs that have been printed and sent to nine states and a handful of cities. More of the signs are going to be handed out soon, they say. Uh, if you're interested in a Jesus 2020 yard sign, they, they give you a link to go to. I just thought it was uh, kind of, you know, something you didn't hear. What do you think about uh, Jesus for 2020, Kurt? Well, I think... Uh, you should do Jesus for 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022. I mean, uh, you know. Yeah, but Jesus, I'm not uh, thinking really election style. No, but the point is is to yes, bring of course. that back And I'm not thinking the, that Jesus is campaigning for anything either. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I And I don't mean to um, dismiss the point the Christians are making here, but right. I do want to take a little bit out of the tongue-in-cheek and a little bit out of the sacrilegious realm. And put it in the more um, serious realm for discussion and a realm that says, hey, it isn't about elections, but it is about who you choose to make your leader. I agree with that. Anyway, I'm hoping to add to the Christian attempt here to focus on the Savior Jesus Christ and his life and who he is uh, and his leadership. So, you know what? I support focusing on the Savior Jesus Christ. I just want to make sure that it's not done in a light manner, that it's done well to truly find disciples, true followers who will do their best to make their lives mirror the life of the Savior as true followers, keeping his commandments. That's all. Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3 founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. I'd advise Mr. Trump to stop whining and go try to make his case to get votes. The press has created a rigged system. They even want to try and rig the election. Well, I tell you what, it, it helps in Ohio that we got uh, Democrats in charge of the machines. And poisoned the mind of so many of our voters. At the polling booths, where so many cities are corrupt and voter fraud is all too common. And then they say, oh, there's no voter fraud in our country. I come from Chicago. So, so I want to be honest, it's not as if it's just Republicans who have monkeyed around with elections in the past. Sometimes Democrats have to. You know, whenever people are in power, they're, you know, they have this tendency to try to, you know, tilt things in their direction. There's no one. 
you start whining before the game's even over. Whenever things are going badly for you and you lose, you start blaming somebody else. And you don't have what it takes to be in this job. Sunday, yeah, my Chick Fil A. All right, now uh, Kanye West and the Chick Fil A leaders working together now, Kurt. Well, yeah, and uh, you know, I guess uh, the Breitbart piece says uh, watch, so you can watch this. Uh, but Kanye West films group prayer led by Chick Fil A bosses Dan and Bubba Kathy. Um, you know, I mean. Now, the standard media is going to leave this story big time far alone, right, Sam? Uh, yeah, what they're going to try to do is talk about Kim and Kanye and try to foment the divide there. And, you know, I think yeah. they've had a little bit of trouble. You know, rock stars tend to have trouble with relationships a little bit. But all I can tell you is that, hey, I don't want to um, I don't want Kim and Kanye to have problems. I hope they do well and I hope they take care of their children. And I hope that, you know, the family doesn't get destroyed for those folks. Yeah. Um, but the mainstream press won't talk about this, and I think this is wonderful. Now, you could say, hey, prayer's not to be um, you know, promoted on the street corner. It's meant to be done in secret. I get that, but at the same time, you know, I, do want, <clears throat> I do want group prayer happening, and I do want people to not be shy to pray. And I don't want to put prayer on a pedestal to promote, like, look at me, I'm praying or whatever. But I do want prayer to be not only acceptable but endorsed in society. So, yep. you know, it's you got to be careful here, but I think it's good news. Turns out that Kanye West films group prayer led by Chick-fil-A's bosses. It, I guess it's Dan and Bubba Caffey. Yeah, I guess they're basically Father just and son. sitting down and eating, and he's uh, kind of, you know, I mean, you know how everybody does with their phones, Sam. I mean, you know, they're like... Hey, he's there with the Chick Fil A guys, and they're having Chick Fil A, and he's filming it, you know. And uh, they're basically, uh, you know, they kind of are happy with him because he's got that closed on Sunday Chick Fil A song on his uh, album called Jesus Is King. You know, I mean, he's kind of going a little, 
ways different than he he's used to be. He's going awesome. And this is an example where Mike Lindell <laughs> changed, and I mentioned if Biden's would change. I'd right. hope for everybody to change. I don't have favorites right. here. And this is an example yeah. where I'm grateful for Kanye West's, Kanye West's change, and I, yeah. and I hope it's true, and I hope it's genuine, and I hope it's real for all of them, Kurt. That's right. I guess the uh, saying, praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, amen, they, they sing that in unison prior to eating. And, uh, you know, that, that kind of stuff just drives CNN bananas. I know, but I'm just saying guess, for those you know, guys, again, I'm not trying to yeah. put prayer on your sleeve or look at me, we're praying, but I am just saying I'm glad to hear that the people are working together and they're praying and they're, they're willing to talk about Jesus. How many other rock stars would be promoting a Jesus prayer? Kurt, I got to ask that question. Of all the rock stars out there, like a Kanye West or rap stars or whatever you want to call them, musicians, whatever you want to say, celebrities, whatever word you want to choose. How many of them would be promoting prayer like this and promoting Jesus Christ? And you could say, well, he just wants to sell his albums. (laughs) Yeah, because Kanye needs money. (laughs) Okay, all I'm saying is he could do what he's done before, which is promote, as he even said it himself, I'm not trying to attack Kanye with this, but he even said before, I promoted the devil stuff. And I've learned better and different now. And he doesn't have to promote this stuff, but he is. And how many celebrities and, you know, high-powered people like this are doing this? And I say very few. And I'm grateful for Kanye's willingness. And I hope Mm -hmm. that he can encourage other people to pray. Yeah. And I I think, uh, you know, he may not be uh, wanting to move into being an English uh, teacher because, you know, Later in the Breitbart story, it says, in a follow-up tweet, the Grammy-winning artist revealed he was accompanied by a famous face, Steve Harvey, who has faced tremendous backlash in the past for agreeing to meet and work with Trump's administration. And so in the tweet, he put, me and Steve Harvey was hungry, and they're eating at Chick-fil-A. Yeah, so here's Uh, the funny part. (laughs) If a guy like Kanye, who has come from a, a, a very wild past and everything else, he doesn't get his English perfect. We're yeah, going to just mock him over joking. it. But I yet, if you so. got somebody going to a strip bar and you got somebody that's like a complete pervert and a womanizer, and Bill then if Clinton, I bring this up and I say, man, look at his English, they're like, you're a racist, aren't you? That's right. How dare you talk uh, to him say. about his language? And, you know, all I'm saying is it's just interesting how they do it. Whenever you do what's right, then you're just under relentless attack. That's right. They say, notably, Harvey is a devout Christian who, like West, has refused to kowtow to the progressive left, working with the Department of Housing and Urban Development Secretary, Dr. Ben Carson, another one of those guys, at the start of Trump's presidency and praising the Trump administration in 2017 for keeping its promise. Uh, he says, uh, as, for, as, as far as doing what he promised me he would do, he is doing it, Harvey told TMZ. At the time, I'm working with HUD. I'm going well, to get Well, good for Harvey working housing. with HUD and good yeah. for Trump and yeah. good for Kanye West. And I'm going to just say it like this. Me and Kanye was promoting prayer on the radio today. <laughs> yes, we was, <laughs> buddy. Right. We Call was. it what you want. We was doing that, and we're proud of it now. Yeah. All right, now, I understand it's not proper English. I get it, folks. But all I'm telling you is, are we really going to try to pick Kanye apart for that? Kanye all the uh, tweeted out. He tweeted out. He says, uh, "We pray we can collaborate with TikTok to make a Christian monitored version that feels safe for young children and the world in Jesus' name." Amen. See, isn't that you cool? Know? 
How many yeah, how man. many celebrities and, and big, you know, people with a lot of money and would be saying that kind of stuff? Hey, we want to create a yeah. Christian multimedia app or a social media app for children that could be safe and we do want to, we want we want to do this in the name of Jesus Christ and and he said that just after he tweeted out. He says, uh, a vision just came to me. Jesus talk. I was watching TikTok with my daughter, and as a Christian father, I was disturbed by a lot of the content. But I Okay, so he talks about all this, technology. and then they, they focus on WeeWas. Yeah. How many well, rednecks say WeeWas around the country there now? Yeah, it's in the story. All right, it turns out that Kanye West qualifies for Utah's presidential ballot, Kurt. Wow. You going to vote for Kanye? Uh, that's a good question, Sam. Uh, but um, I I think that I'll be uh, vote for the president just because I believe he's earned my vote uh, this time. Uh, but um, he's rapper Kanye West uh, will appear as a candidate for president on Utah's ballot in November. And they say representatives uh, turned in the 1,000 signatures needed to qualify to appear on the ballot. Uh, and, um, you know, he, he got it done. Uh, West and his running mate, Michelle Tidball, I've never heard of her, but uh, will be listed as unaffiliated candidates. As I thought they were on the birthday party, which I thought was Yeah, really but you got to cool. do a bunch of work um, to get on the birthday party there, Kurt. Yeah, because of the convoluted, you know, across the country thing, they're just okay. saying, hey, we'll get you on the ballot, but it might not be under the party of your choice because that's too convoluted. You they know, say Utah makes the fifth state. Uh, he has qualified for ballot access. Well, so I hope far. we can increase the states, got, and I hope it goes well. I'm going to vote for President Trump as well, and I'll vote for maybe Kanye West next go around in 2024. I think President Trump's right about hey, Kanye's setting himself up to be a contender there, and we'll watch Kanye. And if he stays on the Christian trend like he's been doing and stuff, yeah, I might vote for a Kanye, Kurt. Yeah, they say the other states are Arkansas, Colorado, Oklahoma, and Vermont, um, besides Utah. So it's a start. If he won those, he'd, he'd be able to get 31 electoral votes. Uh, they say that's a little short of the 270 that he needs to win. It isn't yeah. about getting enough electoral votes. It's a matter of highlighting what you advocate for on the campaign trail. And I think yeah. the pro-life message uh, and the closed-on-Sunday message and the let's uh, look at Jesus Christ as our leader and savior message from Kanye West is tremendous stuff that's why i say running for office has two purposes one is to get elected obviously but two if you know yeah. you can't get elected though the other reason is for educational purposes and i think kanye west yep. doing a pretty good job here sir all right yes. newlyweds are on the news kurt well there you go sam uh newlyweds, newlyweds uh, donate headline and reads, serve uh, food from a <laughs> wedding know. reception to an ohio shelter kurt I know. I mean, uh, isn't this the kind of story we want to just go viral, Sam? I mean, uh, so, yeah. you know, some some newlyweds and um, hats off to even like uh, CNN because they brought this story forward, which, you know, I mean, occasionally you can find a good biscuit in a garbage can. But, you know, anyway, uh, this case, uh, these Ohio newlyweds turned their canceled reception into an act of service by donating their reception food to a local women's shelter. So Didn't they get canceled because cool. of the COVID, Kurt? Yeah, of course. Poor people. Yeah, Jeez Louise, what a sad tale to tell. Anyway, got yeah. good news, too. South Dakota Governor Christy Nome. Well, that's news, right. Kurt. She's uh, doing a good job yeah. here and standing with, in my opinion, the conservative cause. 
That's right. Uh, says she declines extra federal unemployment aid. And, uh, you know, going along with this are, well, less than, uh, you know, stellar Governor uh, Herbert, you know, has, has uh, renewed our, uh, what, emergency status. He said, uh, you know, of, of the whole COVID thing uh, for another 30 days. And he said, well, one of the main things is we wouldn't be able to get as much federal cash, you know, if we didn't keep uh, being an emergency. So anyway, the bottom line is with South Dakota Governor uh, Christy Noem, you know, she said, uh, hey, she's a vocal ally of the White House. And uh, she said South Dakota didn't need the additional funds because workers in her state have been rehired and that it's their economy is rebounding after suffering economic fallout from the coronavirus pandemic. In a statement, she praised President Trump's leadership during the recovery and said her administration was very grateful for the additional flexibility that this effort would have provided. But South Dakota is in the fortunate position of not needing to accept it. There you go, Sam. Wow. I'm not really sure how to respond to that. I just now wish we could uh, just clone South Dakota. Huh? Yeah, if we just had more governors. Like Christy Nome. Like Christy Nome. That would see it yeah. that way. And she's saying yeah, we never really... Door. We never really shut down our economy. Yeah. Like everybody, and so we don't need near the support. By the way, she's going to be speaking at the GOP convention, uh, you know, along with, like, Nick Sandman. He's that one kid that got beat up, or not beat up, but he was wearing a MAGA hat. And, uh, you know, they went after him with that um, Indian guy, you know, and stuff. So, yeah. But Christy Noel will be speaking there. Well, good. Yeah. I hope she hits that out of the park. God save the Thank Republic. Loving Liberty.net.